right. You guys are good. We're good. Well, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. So I understand that there's a a phrase that refers to uh, girls who are friends. It's Galentine's Day, like celebrate with your friends who are girls. All right. Uh, but there's like nothing for, there's like no word that correlates to guys, even though bromance is not dead. No, it's a, it's a thing. Bromance is still alive. It is a real thing. It is a real thing. Well, we can't celebrate Galentine's Day, but I do feel bromantic around you. Well, okay. There yeah. you go. Yeah. And, which a bromantic thing to say is great job today. That was... That was a really great message. Yes, thank you. Thank yeah, you, thank you for for um, sharing it, and uh, obviously for the work that you put into it to study and to help us to understand what was going on in the scriptures. And you actually touched on my favorite theme mm. in the entirety of the scripture, which is the incarnation, or yeah. God putting on human flesh. Huh? I always think of it, it like this: the word incarnation is just another way of saying God con carne. God, God with meat yeah. or flesh on. And That's awesome. I was uh, gonna ask you, like, so since that is like your one of your favorite things, like, what is yeah? What would your yeah, quick twenty second definition of incarnation be? God con carne. Perfect. God puts on human meat, flesh, yeah. and comes to this earth. The, even though that's not the big picture of that passage, it's actually yeah. something that you hinted at yeah. when you said there is a. A, an unusual Greek word that's used. Yeah. Uh, I think the Greek word you were referring to, correct me if I'm wrong, was kino, yeah. referring to the kenosis or the emptying of Jesus yeah. coming to this earth, which is really that passage um, is what it's saying. And, and that's what you were sharing with us, how he literally emptied himself of who he was yeah. to get our money for us. Right, and and even the... the um, how Paul would use that with Roman citizenship, you know, that, that he didn't consider Roman citizenship something to be grasped because he could have claimed, and it's part of his Luke's writing style too, but he could have claimed before they flogged him in public, I'm a Roman citizen. He could have claimed before they jailed him, hey, I'm a Roman citizen, wow. and, he, and he doesn't. And, and so I think as he's writing to the church in Philippi, and he, and he would use that hymn, like he's like, yeah, this, like, I, I just assume that would be fresh. You know, still one of those stories of, of Paul and Silas when they were in Philippi. And they're like, oh, yeah, he did, he did this. He's saying, have the mind of Christ just like I did when I was <laughs> put in prison. Wow. And he really strikes at the heart of status yeah. and culture in that and saying there's a there's a better way than than holding on to who we are in this world yeah. in order to serve God. It's, it's beautiful. Um, we, it, it's challenging for us as Americans because we sure do love our status right? and our freedom and our liberty yeah. and our rights. We love all of those and we love to wave those around frequently. Maybe sometimes at the expense of actually serving other people. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think it had, like, because I was, I was considering, you know, some of the, the labels that we have. You know, he has slave-free Greek, non-Greek, you know, um, but some of the labels that, that we have in our society today, and it's like it's not talking about affirming uh, their line of thinking or their lifestyle or even in, being in agreement with. It's talking about loving and serving people, yeah. which has nothing to do with I agree with you. Um, and, and so I think that's 
to, at least to me, that's kind of what really um, stood out or jumped out as I, as I was, you know, being kind of hitting the teeth with it this, <laughs> this week as well. Is uh, yeah, it's it's not affirming, it's not agreeing with, it's not, but it is. You love and you serve anyway. You lay down all your your rights and you serve anyway. You love anyway. Wow. It does. It, no matter what our differences would be, it's not going to change the way we treat each other. Right. At the end of the day, or love one another. Yeah, it's really good. Which is truly what Jesus did. There's no greater gap in uh, in identity than God the Son and human the human race. Yeah. And or and then further, uh, just you know, washing the disciples' feet, the lowest of the, the household slaves, and then and then death on a cross for that Roman citizen. That was the uh, the lowest of the low. Get. He left like no wiggle room. There's no gap. Wow. And he lays all lays aside all that who he is, who he was, everything he he understood about his identity as the Son of God and Creator of and ruler of the universe, and says, "I'm taking the form of a servant." What is challenging to me is that Paul encapsulates that passage with the phrase, "Have this same attitude. <laughs> Let this mind be in you," which was also. In Christ Jesus, um, how can we do that? How, how do we take that posture of <laughs> emptying ourselves like Jesus did, for the sake of serving or loving or uh, just not hurting other people with our words? Even how, how yeah. do we do that? It's so difficult. Yeah, um, have the mind of Christ. Yeah, how yeah. Do how do we Christ? have the mind of Christ? Right, right. Oh man, yeah, it's. That's the long game, you know. That, that really yeah, wow. is the how. How do we? Where, and I think it's more easy to identify where am I not having the mind of Christ, yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, how can I adjust here? How can I change this? And how can I? Um, but yeah, how, yeah. How do I? What situations? You know, what, what do they look like? How do? How does it look like for me to love and serve this person, having the mind of Christ? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, how my life would change if my thought was more frequently, what what would Jesus think about this situation? <laughs> the old what would Jesus do thing is so cliche that it doesn't mean as much anymore, but what would Jesus think about this is, is really different. Is it a stretch to say, so Paul says, have the same mind that Jesus had. And then after that, he says, so that at, at the name of Jesus, every knee would bow. So he, yeah. he gives us a picture of serving each other, esteeming others better than we would esteem ourselves, yeah. showing more honor to them than we would ourselves. He reminds us that Jesus has done that for us. And then one day, every knee will bow to Jesus. Is it a stretch to say that we can actually bow our knees to Jesus today in service to other people? Sure. I, I think it's... That's the example of of Paul in that Philippian jail is that he would he would lay down um, his rights so that the jailer and his whole household. The result was that at the, for the jailer is that his knee would bow and his tongue confess that Jesus is Lord, and he would be baptized that day. So um, for me, like my my trail to to Acts in Paul and Silas um, was more about his Roman citizenship. It was more about the societal classes, and then as I'm reading it, right next to this letter to the Ephesians. Oh, I didn't. Even, oh, he's in jail in Philippi. Okay, and then and then you know for like the next day, it's like, oh wait a minute, Paul is 
exemplifying what he's writing about wow. here in the letter to the. So I mean, it was all coming together yesterday. I'm like, okay, I gotta, you know, I gotta do something. because you know there were some things that I, I realized I had I had got, come to the conclusion, but I wasn't helping the listener get there. So I was like, okay, I, I need to rework some things here to to show them. No, this is. This is really like the jailer and his whole household were saved because Paul was laying down his rights because Paul was having the mind of Christ. What a what a great message and a great way that you showed us to see that as well. That no matter who I am or what I've done or can do or what I have or what I believe, stepping outside of myself, I've always read that passage where Paul says. Jesus emptied himself. I always read that and say, wow, he got over himself. <laughs> like uh, to get over myself and serve and love other people for the sake of loving them. Yeah, I think a lot of times I was caught with the form. I was like, you know, okay, it would be, what would that be like? It'd be like, you know, me becoming an ant. No, that's not far enough. You know, it was like, you know, it always just really stuck up on the, stuck on the, maybe the form. Like what God, what would it look like for God to, to step out of heaven and into humanity, you know, and, and but it wasn't it wasn't about laying down of rights or and I know that's in the passage, but my mind just maybe prior to this this really this last couple of weeks didn't really get there with that passage. It was more about oh God became man. Okay, it's you know it's, it's the story of, of of God being born and you know it's a Christmas story, but it wasn't about him really laying down and serving. Even though, it, I mean, I know it's in the scripture, but that's just not where my mind went. Yeah. It, it was really caught up in that form. Like, what, what form is God taking? He's stepping out of, out of heaven and into human. That's a huge leap. Wow. Yeah. But, but yeah. Why? And that, and that was really what I think I grabbed a hold of the yeah. last two weeks. Why did he take the leap into human flesh? It's yeah. awesome. Well, it's a great message. I love how you wrapped it up at the end with the words from. First John, can't can't love God and not love your brother. Yeah. Loving a brother and loving God are inseparable from each other. Yeah. What a great picture we have in that of Jesus coming to earth and laying aside who he was. The example of Paul <laughs> in the <laughs> in the jail doing the same thing. I never saw the correlation there either until today. What a great one. I have one last question for you um, before we're done here, and that is what. What is a boombox? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's <laughs> things some people used to carry it around on the shoulder. Okay. But it had a mine had a handle. Okay. So I just carried it around by the handle. Okay. And uh, you could pick up AM FM stations, or you could play a cassette. A cassette. cassette. Yeah, um, you had to do some work for it to get to cassette. Too. Okay. Um, that was and, this is all stuff before television, right? <laughs> Just put the CD <laughs> on top and spend some tunes. Yeah. CD. <laughs> CD? What's a CD? Well, thank you, Josh. You're, you're awesome. Thanks, <laughs> thank man. You. Happy Valentine's Day, Jim. Thank you. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day to you.